Hey, you guys. So, it's been a while. It's been a couple weeks. I have made some big progress on, um, oh my gosh, I just put a, <laughs> a face mask on my face and it's already tightening up and so I already can't talk that well. Um, so, I... Like I said before, our kitchen is under construction right now, and um, we just finished putting in the cabinets on Saturday, so two days ago. So I just paid for that. So I wish I could tell you how much it is. I can't probably say that yet, but it was a lot of money. So the floors are done, the cabinets are done, and now we are looking forward to getting countertops. I still haven't picked them out because what I have discovered in doing this kitchen is that it's almost impossible, unless you're a professional interior designer and you've already like measured everything, then it's impossible to know what's gonna look good sometimes until it's already in there. So for instance, the floors are the whole, the marble, black and white checkerboard and our kitchen's not this like massive kitchen it's just a really cute like cottagey kitchen and I love how the floors turned out however the kitchen is still small and so I was originally planning on um having these countertops that were and insanely beautiful and like over the top and everything but they were also dark also I like literally can't breathe because his mask is on my face um holy crap I think I put too much on it um so yeah so that's what's going on with that right now so in the process of getting the countertop so I think I'm going to with something lighter I just don't know yet um they're supposed to come out and measure this week, but my husband's been so busy, so it hasn't really gotten done yet. Um, and last week I talked about how we found our house and all of the stuff that we went through into getting the house and how hard it was to get a house. And now I'm hearing from like uh, people that I know that are trying to buy houses and they're going through the exact same thing except like on steroids. As in, like, we went through only, like, 15 houses and, like, couldn't get one. People are going through, like, 30, 40 in Nashville. And then where I'm from, it's, like, the same thing. So I don't think it's limited to just Nashville. But the housing market is going crazy. People just can't find homes. And if they do find homes, then there's, like, 12 other offers on the homes. And they're not getting the homes. So it's, like, who is getting the homes? Um... Yeah, so it's a while right now. So, in this episode, I think I'm going to talk about what happened next after we got the house. So, after we bought the house, closed on the house. I remember closing on the house was um, so weird. Because I think my realtor expected that... Because, like, we went through so much with our realtor. I think he expected that once I... <laughs> got the keys to the house that I would be, I don't know, like maybe like over the top happy or something, but that's not really me to be over the top happy when the process was just so hard. Um, I think I felt more relieved than anything, than happy, 
But, um, yeah, I remember I was at work, and this was before COVID, so it was like I was really at work, and I worked for this corporation in Brentwood, and um, he brought me the keys while I was at work. So I went outside to get them, and he was, like, dangling them, and he was like, congratulations, you got your house, here's your keys, and I, like, I don't even, like, I was smiling, but I wasn't really saying anything, and I was, like, so scarred from the whole process, I just didn't even know what to say, I think I said thank you, and I took them, but I felt like, this is really weird, I didn't feel... When I grabbed them, I didn't feel anything. Like, there was no, like, spark. Like, I thought that I would be like, oh, my God, I, like, finally got my house. And, like, I'm so excited. No, it wasn't like that. I was like, thank you. It's finally over. Um, I've noticed that's, like, a lot of things in life. You're like, wow, I'm going to feel like this when this happens. And it happens. And you're like, I don't feel anything. Um, It's just because, like, I went through a lot to even get the house and then something like really weird happened I don't know if I talked about this in the last episode but even when we got our house we were under contract on this house that we're in now it was the um the guy had died so there was like a lien on the house that we didn't know about and I was like oh no it's happening again I was like we're not gonna get the house it's happening we're losing it again because we had lost every house before. And then my realtor was like, don't freak out. It's okay. His family, since the guy died, his family needs to file something. And then the lien will be lifted. And I was like, no, it's over. Like, I'm still, like, looking for houses. And then, like, the, he would just, like, it's just going to be delayed, like, two weeks. And then what delayed two weeks? But... He was right, and the lean thing was lifted. Um, but I don't know. I was just, like, so scarred. I was, like, it's basically over again, like, back to square one. But, um, yeah, it was wild. It was uh, a roller coaster of emotions. Um, so, yeah, so once we bought the house, we were in the house, and it was, like, I wish I remember our first night in the house. I don't really remember it vividly or anything, or maybe I do. I don't know. I think we set up our, like, an air mattress or something in the living room. And we're, like, sleeping in a corner of the living room. All of our stuff was still in boxes. And... Oh my gosh, it was it was just so weird. It was I don't know. Nothing was done. So it was like and I mean like the construction had just started. So in the first part of our house, it was like that part was not under construction, but the back part of our house was under construction. Cuz what we did was it was a really weird layout and the whole back of the house was like in this room and it And in the room, it was like this guy was using it as his bedroom. But the back door was in his bedroom. So he could, like, go out of his bedroom and, like, go outside. And so we were like, okay, that's very weird. It was all open. It was a big room. 
But I was like, this isn't a real bedroom. So we had lifted up a little bit of the floor and saw that it was real hardwoods under the floor. So um, my husband's dad, he's a major go-getter. He's like wanted to start doing things immediately to our house. And I was like, oh no, like we just got in the house. Like I don't want to touch it yet. But they started ripping the floors out. And I was like, oh, it's happening. So it was like day one or day two. I feel like it was day one that they started ripping the floors up. It was crazy. And they started ripping it up. They didn't get done because why would they have? It's like two people. So so that's like the first phase of like not having something done in the house. And ever since, it's been my life. So almost two, almost three, something, two or three years. So when they ripped it up, what we did was we added a wall to make it a real bedroom. And then to the part to get to the back door, we made a hallway so that you could just go through a hallway like a normal house and get to the back door. And then there's a bedroom where the rest of the open space was. And so we polyurethane and like took all the staples out of the floor. There was like a million staples in the floor. And these were not the staples where you could just like lift it out. They were, there was like thousands. Some of them would break off. It was so terrible. And my fingers were like on the verge of blood. They were so sore. I remember like the pliers, like trying to get this ripped up. It's really like doing this ourselves. And after that, oh, space mask, can't even talk. Um, after that, we were ripping up the staples, and that took so long. What I mean, by so long, like weeks, because we were doing it ourselves. And then, after we ripped the staples up, we had to rent a sander, like a floor sander from Home Depot. I don't even know how much money that was. And my husband like sanded the floor down. This is all pretty. Is um, I think our floors are like white maple, so they're really light and pretty. And I said, well. <laughs> We've learned so much from doing this. Um, the back bedroom and areas is paneling on the walls, and it wasn't the cheap paneling. It was like this, it, and it still is there. It was really thick, like two, three inches thick wood paneling, which is so good and insulated for the house. Um, it's also coming back in style, which is really weird. So we painted all of that white. And then we were like, okay, well, we need to seal the floor before it gets, you know, disgusting and dirty and people are walking on it, like, whatever. So in my husband's family, everybody used, like, oil-based polyurethane for their floors. Well, we wanted to keep the maple looking really light and white and not orangey. Um, and so I had we had bought the polyurethane, and I said to... My husband just do a corner like we don't know and then I came in and the whole room was done and I was like oh my gosh this was not what I wanted at all and oh it like makes my heart sink still because I was so mad um and I just said okay after this bedroom like stop we are not doing the rest of the house this color so that part, that bedroom is that color. And it doesn't look bad. It's just very, like, warm. And it's just a different color. 
Um, so in that bedroom, we like got a transition piece that matched that room. So it's isolated to that room and it's pretty, um, and it's got like a really big rug in it. So you really don't notice it, but that was just a huge thing that we learned and we ended up using water-based polyurethane instead of the oil-based and it just kept the integrity of the light color of the floor which worked so much better and but then like my husband's family was like you should not use water-based like all this stuff but we just did what we wanted to do um which is like it's like a preference like if you like something why are you gonna not do it because you're the one who has to see it every day and it might require, it required more layers of polyurethane than the oil base, but it looks a million times better. And we get so many compliments on these floors, just how light they are and pretty and what kind they are. And they still look so old. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was like a adventure. So that is now our guest room. And that room took because we added a wall to make it a real room that room took months to get done and it was me my husband and my husband's dad who worked on that room and it was like I I was freaking out majority of the time because I never thought it was going to get done ever and now it's the only room in the house that I consider 100% done. Um, and so I sometimes I go in there to escape the rest of the house because it's fully decorated. It's like 100% done. And then when I go in there, I feel calm because the rest of the house is like in chaos. Um, so I've like even like slept in there before to like feel calm. But... <sighs> yeah, ever since then, it's been crazy. Um, but we've done a lot. We've added a lot of value to the house. And I was thinking about this the other day. It was all at <laughs> the expense of, I think, in a lot of ways, some mental sanity. I think that your mental health is really important. And I was thinking about like what I said last time, like this is for some people and this is not for some people, but like, really, I don't think this is for people. Like, I think like that we did this because we're trying to get ahead and make a lot of money before we like have children. And we're trying to not live comfortably um, so that we can live comfortably later, which I don't even know is the healthiest thing or idea because I think you lose a lot of yourself when you're under stress for a certain period of time, but then it's so bizarre because you keep doing it and it's like this cycle of like, well, I'm not going to stop because I'm making so much money, um, so it's not, it's probably just like not the best thing, but I think there's still a lot of to talk about and there's a lot of monetary value in doing things to your house if you can make it work for you. So what, basically I think it would help us so much if we did all the stuff to our house and then we stayed in it and we 
we enjoyed it. Otherwise, I have a feeling that we would do the exact same thing again. Um, just to make whatever we would have made on this. I think it's, I mean, it's a big amount of money, but at the same time, what I would like to do going forward after this house is done, we can invest our money into other projects and have those projects going and then also have peace in our own home and like know that our home is done and that we can go there and be comfortable and relax and stop thinking about construction. Um, But when you're starting out, you just kind of wing it in a way. Like there was one house that we looked at and it was like a full on gut project. And I was like, we can do it. Like, and I remember I, I got in like the biggest fight with my husband because I was like, we can do it. Like, I know we can do it. We can start from scratch. Like we can do all the work and all this stuff. And, and he was like, oh, do you even know like what you're saying? And I like thought I did, but I didn't know what I was saying. I, I was like, even this house, this house had fantastic bones. And even then I was like, I'm still like, wow, I didn't even know like what I was doing. So you just have to learn all along that, I mean, that's like life. You can't really tell somebody something and expect them to just go off of your word. Like people have to learn things their own way. Um, so hopefully people can learn from my mistakes um, and maybe just like small improvements to your house that you've been wanting to make that you can do those and not lose your um, sanity, I guess. If I could go back, I think that I definitely would have hired some more things out than we did because some stuff was prolonged. But then again, when you're poor and like starting out, you can't just hire a bunch of contractors to come in. So uh, there's no way I could have done it different. Um, But this has made us, you know, who we are and we've learned a lot. So... After adding that bedroom, that added a lot of value to the house. And um, just in that area, that's the area where you can go upstairs. So something that I was able to find when I was out at um, Habitat for Humanity in Nashville one time, I found this stair newel. And if you don't know what a newel is, it's it's the post that's at the end of your staircase that you hold on to when you go up. And... And there's these builder newels that they have. So when we bought the house, it was like a tiny little one. And it just, you know, it wasn't up to date, I guess. And so I found um, at Habitat, I found a newel. And I had my uh, father-in-law install it. And it made a world of a difference to the staircase. And I think it was only $12 when I bought it there. And then I looked online for that same Newell and it was $96. So it's like a big bulky one. It had like all these pretty trim accents on it. And so that I just found by like going one weekend and um, I wasn't even looking for that. I just found it and I was like, wow, that would add a lot of value to me. Um, at least aesthetically for the staircase if we put that on there. And so he spent a couple of hours, he cut it down because it was really long. 
and then he uh, secured it underneath the stairs and like bolted it in. Um, and I still need to paint it, but it's there and it, just, it looks amazing. I think it's like a four by four uh, staircase newel. So that was just something that I found. Another thing that I found for that back area is a new back door. So we had these builder grade metal doors on the front and the back. And when I was at Habitat, I found this door that was like all glass. Uh, it was like really uh, simple looking. So there's no details on the glass. It's just a big glass rectangle. And so what I did was I took that and it was the same measurements as our door from before and I painted it and then my husband installed it. So that let a lot of light into that uh, hallway, which is what I wanted because it's very dark in there. And so that was one of the things that I did that wasn't expensive. I think the door was like 20 bucks at Habitat and it just made a world of a difference because now there's light coming into the hallway. Um, and I can see into the backyard and that's really nice. So we also added these um, right next to it where we basically created a hallway. We added these fake recessed lights. Um, I want to say fake, they're, they look like recessed lights, but they're not actually recessed lights. Um, what they're called is, I have a box here. It is called the Halo surface mount solid white leds and they look like recessed lights and they are beautiful especially they're very bright they give off tons of light and they look really clean and good with the um ceiling so that's a kind of like a hack that i did it's just like installing a regular light except um you don't have to cut the hole out like you would normally do for a recess light. And, um, oh, someone's messaging me. So that was something that I did back there. And I still haven't painted the stairs, which I need to do, but my mom's going to come help me with that. And so another little hack that I did was for that back bedroom that we created with a wall instead of putting traditional bedroom doors there. I did glass French doors and I could let in more light to that hallway. Um, and I just think it makes it look overall cleaner, lighter, um, more open and Having a small house, it's important that you can see through to spaces, but it, it creates this illusion of openness when really it's not at all. Um, so by doing that, I could let in more light to the hallway and it also made the bedroom seem bigger. So I added these really pretty French doors. I think they're from Home Depot and they were like $400 and that was a big purchase for us. Um, and then we also did that upstairs when we renovated upstairs. So that was another little trick that I did um, with the small house. And then there were two closets in the back bedroom and we took one of them out. So we just have one in the corner and then that created enough space to have a queen bed on the other side. And since it's just a guest room, we really didn't need that much closet space anyway. Um, yeah, so that's something I added a ceiling fan. 
and a tiny little chest of drawers. Um, so it ended up really nice. And the people that stay with us, they love it. So those are kind of just some things that I did with that back area. And that's the first area that we tackled in the house. So maybe that I would say that utilize your Habitat for Humanity, utilize your um, Goodwill and like thrift stores and Facebook Marketplace, finding things that can add value to your home and are cheap. And yeah, so... Hopefully that's a little bit helpful. Um, I think that's all that I've got for now. But next week I'm going to talk about what we did with the floors throughout the rest of our house. Um, what I have done to add value in the dining room, in the living room, creating openness and doing it on a budget. And when I say on a budget, I mean I did not have a budget. I didn't create a budget. But what I did was made sure that we could afford the materials for it. So we saved up to be able to buy the materials to create that room. And we had to save up for those French doors. But I knew what I was saving for. So I had a plan in my mind of what I wanted and how much that was going to cost. And you can simply do that by like looking at your space, saying, what do I want? And then looking up the materials on Home Depot and then you can buy the materials. And if you can't do some of it yourself, you can always contract out the small things to do. Um, if you can, there's also these books at Home Depot where it's like a really big book. And it, it's got all these visuals of the trades that you would need. So how to install flooring, how to rip up flooring, what are the best tools for it, um, what is the best paint I should use on the walls, how do I apply paint, and it not look terrible so you don't have to do it again. So there's certain things that I have learned. Um, I painted everything myself in the back room. And then my mom helped me paint in the living room and the dining room. But it turned out really good. I learned how to paint paneling and, and what kind of paint to use. So there's certain things that you want to know so that you don't have to do it again. Um, and then just... Picking out finishes, there's plenty of interior design books if you like a certain color, working with different colors, and how you want to create illusions in your spaces. So those are all things that I looked into. Um, and then, like I said, figuring out I wanted to add more light in that hallway. So how would I do that? I just add a lot of glass and let in the natural light. So just like working with your space like that, um, all of those things will benefit you. And if you can find things at Habitat that you're wanting or on Marketplace and find them for like 90% off what you would pay at Home Depot or anywhere else, then by all means, utilize those tools. Even if it makes you uncomfortable getting something from you know somebody and like having to be like, hi, I can't afford this. Um, could you do this price? I know that sometimes those conversations are uncomfortable. But if you're investing in your house and the housing market is like it is, then maybe you need to have those uncomfortable conversations. Or maybe you need to stop spending in certain places and start putting them in other places. I know that I had to stop like going out with my friends for like a certain amount of time if I wanted my house to look a certain way. So 
just sacrificing the things that are necessary um, and creating not a maybe not a, a real budget, but an idea and a plan in your head for what you want to spend your money on. Um, so yeah, we can all talk about those things next week. But thank you guys, and I hope you learned something from this. See ya.